Peter Parker was just your average student. But one day, while intending an exhibit in Neogenics, he was bitten by a radioactive spider. After losing his uncle to a man with a laser, Parker decided to use his great powers to throw, kick, but never punch in the name of great responsibility. Battling the foes like the Insidious Six, Morbius's hands, and before that Hydro Man, he is the Amazing Spider-Man. Another podcast here on Spidey-Dude.com. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood host and webmaster of Spidey-Dude.com. And I'm joined this episode by Mr. Gerard Delatour. No spider splat, no hover chair. <laughs> and uh, he's the host of Mayday Mondays, and uh, you can check that out also on Spidey-Dude.com. You've got uh, Donovan Morgan Grant. Uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say another quote. It was, it was, it was, it was, um, is that why you're working for Osborne? To build this? Yes, to build this. <laughs> um, and the, um, co-founder of Clone Saga Chronicles, Mr. Joshua Lappin Bertoni. I love surprises. See what you think of this. And so in this episode, we covered, um, on episode 38 of Clone Saga Chronicles, we actually covered uh, the pilot of the Spider-Man 90s animates, animated series, and uh, we're going to cover episode 2. We're not necessarily doing these in chronological order, but we're just, we chose episode 2, because that was one of the episodes we wanted, and, because uh, we're doing 5 per season, but to explain more... We haven't said anything, we haven't, we haven't actually decided that yet, right? It was... Uh, so you're going to do multi-parters and stuff like that? Yeah. We're, we're going to be doing... A handful. A handful of episodes per season. Not necessarily five. Um, but uh, to, to kind of talk a little bit more about that, we'll go to the host, the Grand Poobah of these, the commentaries, Mr. Don Morgan Grant. Don? Thank you, Judge. Um, Thank you, Judge. Yeah, no, this is... Uh, this is the second episode. Um, again, like I think, like the Night of the Lizard, I do have early memories of this. But um, yeah, we are, we're not going to do this chronologically. We're not going to do episode three, four, and five like in succession. But this episode, uh, as been pointed out to Josh from in the past, does introduce the majority of like the recurring, uh, somewhat say annoying, but recurring cast of, of this Spider-Man show, including Felicia Hardy and Felicia and the Kingpin and and, and the Osborns. Is Harry in this episode? Uh, I'm not seeing in a while. In uh, Flash, um, should we explain? No, we'll explain that later. Never mind. Never mind. Well, um, basically, like, like this is this is kind of sets up a lot of like this puts a lot of poor. Lot for, 
put forth a lot of chess pieces into the show. And, um, I mean, I, I, I kind of forget how I, how I individually graded most of these uh, on my reviews on Crawl Space. But, you know, I, I generally, the, the ones I hated, I, I, I would always remember. But this one I, I do remember enjoying. Yeah, you, you did enjoy this one. Um, and uh, I'll be looking at that grade while you're doing the show. <clears throat> Like a 3.5 or something out of five. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Why don't you, Josh, give us your thoughts on this episode before we start watching it? This episode, like, to me, I, I feel like this, like, something like this should have been the first episode because it sets up so many things throughout the series and so many characters are introduced. And I, I'm still to this day kind of confused about, like, where the Scorpion episode fits, like, because of the whole, you know, Peter and Felicia and Mary Jane thing. But, um, like, this, you know, whether this comes before or after Scorpion, it establishes, like, you know, the Flash-Thompson relationship with Peter. Uh, we're introduced to Harry Osborn. Uh, Norman Osborn's relationship with the Kingpin, which has, like, ramifications into, like, the third season. The beginning of the Smythe and uh, Kingpin bromance. Um, you know, and, of course, like, more set up for Eddie Brock becoming Venom. Um, you know, teases of Mary Jane, like, there are so many characters being thrown at you, and I remember watching this again for the first time in years, around, like, 2004-ish, and we're in the middle of the JMS run, where, like, JMS is, like, afraid to, like, use any supporting character, like, if there's more than two supporting characters in a scene at once, you know, they'll die, and then, like, I put this on, (laughs) and you have, like, Norman Osborn, Eddie Brock, and, uh, and, like, both Smythe, like, in the same room, and I was like, oh my god, this is like, you know, more people than have appeared in, like, JMS's whole run. <laughs> it's true. Like, like Jonah had, like, what, two appearances in the JMS run? Yeah, he had appearances, like, uh, when, when May dropped the bugle and when um, Shatter was on television. And they were, like, basically, basically cameos. Yeah, and then, like, the rest of the time it was anime. I think it was also in um, Since Past, where, like, I think Jonah was on TV and Spider-Man inter- interrupted him. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but it's like, you, in this episode, you have the black cat... Venom, even though they're not in those identities. The Ultimate Slayer, the Ultimate Slayer's father, Kingpin, the Green Goblin, um, is and Harry of course, you know, Flash Thompson, who's another Venom. Say what? Is Harry in this episode? Yeah. Okay. Wow, you look just like your hero. Oh, right, right, right. Didn't <laughs> your dad come tonight? Uh, wow. I that word thing. Didn't say what it is. Yeah. He never does. I, I just found this out. Anna Watson, uh, Anna, Aunt Anna, was voiced by Majel Barrett, Jane Roddenberry's wife. Yeah. I never knew that. You didn't know that? I, I, legit- I, 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 I legitimately don't understand why Anna Watson's, like, such a cold-hearted woman towards Peter Parker. Because that's, like, the exact opposite. I always thought Anna, like, in my mind's eye when I'm reading Revelations that Anna, Anna Watson starts coming around or whatever, and I'm like... So you're, you're just Anna, you're waiting for her to, you're waiting for her to bring the Punisher into the room? So Anna Watson <laughs> wanted to jump Spock's bones and destroy Peter Parker. Wow. <laughs> I love your Spock. Spock. <laughs> of course. I, I gotta show you that, Josh, before we, we, we figure it a bit. Um, Josh, you want to say anything? Uh, I just want to say that this episode, what did it air in February of 95? After that, it almost interminable wait when you were a kid from the previous episode. And throughout the whole interim, they were running that pre that one ad, where it would be like coming soon, you know, the Spider-Man, the animated, and then they would always show that clip of like, you know, that whole unmasking sequence and all that stuff, like just to tease you. 
And it was like the ultimate tease. Like, I just couldn't wait for this damn show to, to premiere already. And of course, when it did, it did not let me down. I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we didn't even... Twitter. Yeah. We never did, did give grades to the first episode, but we'll do that later. Do we even have to? Mm. I feel like it would be so hard for me to give anything, like, less than... I've done it with the reviews, but, like, I, I'm not... I, I'm, I'm ambivalent if we're going to do so. I mean, I would, I would give the last one, like, like, a perfect score. Okay, well, we don't have to do scores. Or just, this is just a commentary. It's not a review. It's true. So, so, unless there's anything else to comment on, we can get started with the spiders they are. Just great. This is all I need in my life. Flying robots. I wonder who's controlling... Peter, Mr. Jameson wants to see you. Be right there. I assure you, Miss Hardy, this charity ball is just as important to me as it is to you. That's why I'm sending my very best photographer. Hmm, who might that be? Felicia Hardy. Peter Parker? You know him? We go to college together. Parker, you're just as unpredictable as ever. Mr. Jameson says you're his best photographer. He does? My very best. You point, you shoot, no big deal. Well, this charity thing is a big deal, Parker. Miss Hardy's mother is sponsoring it, and I'm hosting it. Think you can take pictures of something other than Spider-Man for change? Call me Mr. Versatile. I'm sure you won't disappoint me. No way. See you there, then. Robbie, see if you can find Eddie Brock. He's supposed to have some big scoop for me, and I... Parker, your mouth's open. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, Counting down like, like last time from three to one. Then I'll press. We'll I'll say play. We'll press play for our, our show to begin. Uh, Counting down three, two, one, play. CGI City again. Hell uh, yeah! And that's Spider-Man. I remember from the, from the cartoons. It looks very poor. <laughs> hey, the, the, I don't think we had the Doc Ock sequence before, like him being thrown the chairs, did we? Well, yeah, uh, there's... There's the shocker. And he's, like, Sinister Six in the, in the uh, intro. I mean, they, yeah, they only had so many completed episodes to pull clips from. That's why there's so many... I that, that sounds like a robot in the intro. <laughs> the studio. Here comes the shot of... Oh, yeah, here we go. You're giving a Thank you. I was trying to remember that one. The BS line. That was sick. It's a good thing I still have some season one footage. <laughs> now, I gotta say, like, a lot of times if, if I'm in the guilty mood, I pause that shot for, like, Spider-Man shooting the women in his face because it looks ridiculous. <laughs> the spider slayer. You want the story for this episode. Oh, Sam Burkett also really, uh, worked on um, some DCAU shows. It's a nice intro. And web swinging. Dead on dish. Spider-Sense going crazy. Think of the Spider-Sense uh, effect in the show. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot, too. It has, lots of of, it has just enough of a supernatural bent to it that you get the idea that it's something really weird. Speed is agility. I, I agree. I, I, it's, it's different, but it still gets like, the, the point across and it works. Right. By the way, you see these little drone things flying. Right, see little drone things flying around. I realized they totally stole the design of those from the uh, 
the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon that was on Saturday morning. Which one? The Saturday morning one. The good one? Yeah, the good one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not Sonic Underground. Spidey, he can really swing. Spidey. He's, he's the fastest the bling. thing alive. <laughs> he's the fastest He's trying to save Mobius. God, I, I remember when I first saw this episode. I was such a child. I'm home free. I have you now. I still remember the dialogue. <laughs> it's a good thing their power cells are explosive. It it always bugged me that that uh, Alistair Smythe had like a rat tail thing on the back of his hair there. Oh, it. <laughs> it looks like he has a wig yeah. on. It, he has he has like a crew cut, but then he has like the little rat tails. That's about as popular as a, of a mullet as you'll ever see. Uh, not really though, because it's sort of a flat top mullet. I don't know. The characters also look really Ramita ish in these episodes. The big eyes and stuff. No, the um. Norman Osborn looks like he's a Romito. The voice of um, Alistair Smythe is uh, the guy from Grease 2. Yes. Oh, here we go. I had such a crush on uh, 90s show Felicia Hardy. (laughs) I was so pissed. I was so ticked when he picked Mary Jane in the show. But Felicia was right there. Even though, like, as a like her character is almost irredeemable. And you met uh, her voice actress a couple years ago. You and Zach. Yeah. And my son. Yeah. Was there. We did. You, you, I, I texted you like, oh, Jennifer Hales uh, has a booth, and you like came down here within five, from one floor to another in five seconds. Supernatural. Josh did. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. man, look at that car career in that she has. This fictitious woman. Her bright yellow hair. <laughs> John crossing his fingers behind his back always always gave me a kick. <laughs> the look on Jonah's face and she says, we go to college. Like, he like puts his hand in the air like, bitch, please. The very best. Peter's face looks very weird in this scene. There's a lot of big eyes running around. She's, she's really flirty with him. What? <laughs> she wants the D. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, 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 I'm assuming this takes place after the Scorpion episode. Like, wasn't she, like, like, all of a sudden, she's all over him. When the Scorpion episode, she's like, date me, the boyfriend. You're a good tutor. Yeah, I know. I can't be seen dating you. Was yeah. <laughs> put acid on it. Well, you could say she was being nice to him in that scene because she was going to get something she wanted out of him. In more ways than one. I don't know. I mean, she she she's nice to him at the party too. Well, again, because she's getting something off of him there. He's on a lot of villains in one scene. <laughs> yeah, here we go. We have like four like four major characters in like one room. This is the scene that blew my mind when I was like. You know, eighteen, nineteen. One thing I like after after reading like Spencer Smythe on the comics is that like he is kind of a nice guy in this show because in the comics he starts out as a nice guy and becomes insane for no reason in the Ramita era, <laughs> which I never right. I never really liked. So I like the fact that he he's not now now bad guy in this cartoon. By the way, like 
At this point in the comics, Eddie Brock and Norman Osborn had never appeared together. Have they ever appeared and together? I'd have to think about it for, yeah, I, I'd actually have to sit down and think about it. They probably never have appeared together. Um, <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. That explosion might get a he has a very Peter Cushing look to it. so bad, ominous he music. Here he comes. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> oh, God. That silky voice. The monologue. I love my, this monologue. My livelihood. My life. This was in a lot of the promos. I remember, yeah. He's in the shadows, because we don't know if he's the kingpin or not. He's big, but he's in the shadows. He could be anyone. Yeah, he could be on me. Like a Final Fantasy kind of like, like 3D thing. Cannon must be removed. <laughs> oh, this line is so juicy, but you do, Osborne. Oh, God, Roscoe Lee Brown. Which, again, like, this sets up, like, the whole Osborne team can, like, you know, paying back the loan thing. That goes into, like, season three. Right. Are you get us? Here it comes, here it comes. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, like a ball of spit. Oh, 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 to roll over and smoke now. I know, really. That was. I'm not saying the one, but that was really awesome. <laughs> that was a great introduction, that character. One weird thing I, I find about Spencer Smythe's design is that he seems to be wearing like a regular overcoat, but it's also kind of a lab coat. It's like a three quarters lab coat. I don't know. Fashion sets like that, where like people are wearing like three things on top of each other. There he is. Yeah. Purple. Never does. So who is she more like in the comics, this version of Felicia? Is she like Barry Jane, Gwen? Who would you guys say? Gwen. I keep on saying that, like, when they when they designed Felicia for this show, they were looking at issue 85, or, I don't, maybe not issue 85, but there's an issue with particular Spider-Man by Bell Mantmo where she looks exactly like that, and she's in that exact outfit. This outfit right here? Say what? This outfit. Yeah, yeah, this outfit. This outfit and this haircut, like, she has, like, I think it's an issue where she goes home from the hospital. First and like, um, and, he, and, he meets, and he meets her mother. I mean, she kind of looks like, sorry, probably she just died about it. She kind of looks like Ann B. Davis. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Especially the hair. Look at that flash of hair, like, <laughs> And at this point in the comics, like, the well, no, like, they had just ended that in the comics, but, like, a few years before in the comics, <laughs> it was this setup, kind of, where, um, Felicia's dating Flash, but she wants to jump Peter's bones. I love Flash. Like, they're able to, like, ad- I had a feeling this would happen. And he- they're able to adapt that status quo, like, in this scene. This is a little weird, because... You wonder how long Spider-Man has been around in, as far as this cartoon is concerned. I don't think they ever nail it down. Yeah, because like, 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 keep it as the son of parents of Spider-Man, but like, but he, but he, but he there's costumes already. Yeah. Well, but he, he's in high school, according to the um, you know, Taina flashback, and he's in college now. So like, it's been at least a year. In the, in the uh, series Bible, he's said to be like 19 in the first season. Which take that, take that for what you will. Yeah, it's a time frame similar to the first Raimi movie where he becomes Spider-Man when, or he gets his powers or whatever in high school. And Four years he'll be married. I love surprises. Oh, look at that. that. <laughs> it's a big kiss. It's like, oh, I get that kiss. 
I love this uh, back and forth pattern that he and Flash are about to have. Who's that blonde guy? It's really weird looking. Someone on the Good rally. <laughs> that middle-aged blonde man. Yeah. Well. Oh uh, well. You know, I, I think that like, if you've never read a comic before, this is a pretty moving pretty fast. Like, like you're not, you're not yeah. too sure what Flash's relationship to Peter is. Like, he's a fan of Spider-Man. He doesn't like Peter Parker, and he goes to the school. That's, that is actually kind of happening a lot fast, unless you don't, unless you do know the characters' histories. Poor Joe. Well, and again, it, for... this adapts so many little nuances from the comics. Oh yeah. Like, the whole Flash, like, impersonating Spider-Man thing, that's like an old Spider-Man trope. Peter, how dare you save your mother finger and leave me, where, where, even though I can walk to myself? <laughs> yeah, like, she stays in the middle of the room. No one's making her do that. Oh, God, that's like, that's like Veronica Lodge from Archie. <laughs> I know. Like, well, what did you think the Spider-Slayer is to do? Like, put its silk its head down, I'm sorry, fly away. <laughs> There's a Ryu shot. Oh, yeah. Then I'm just... Well, the whole, like, you know, getting mad, you know, because Peter's with his girl, that's like Liz Allen stuff right there. Get? Osborne has a heart attack in the scene. <laughs> my Osborne's got to be, like, the most annoying person to, like, you know, work with. <laughs> He's like, no, go back. What are well, you doing? Spice got to be pretty blind if he missed that bright red and blue suit amongst all that beige-colored rubble there. <laughs> He's old, man. <laughs> He's dying. Oh. That accident of the old lab hurt my vision. Wait, wait, wait. Is this, is this Jameson's... This is Jameson's house, but Felicia's party, right? Right. So they're both yes. missed. James is also a lot more a of a businessman in this Really, series. Jonah? A million bucks? Well, Jonah here is more like a media mogul. And I guess they were playing on the idea that newspaper business would have been a little outdated. In the, yeah, 94. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the clip I was talking about, the whole, like, the best game of Spider-Man. They kept playing all the promos. It was a cut really fastly. I love Ed Asner in this scene. <laughs> good quip. Spider- his, his quips are really good in this first season, especially. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <Spider-Man. laughs> in this scene, you have you have uh, the current Venom and the first Venom. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Passing of the torch. Good Lord, these guys look like judges from 2080. <laughs> Judge Dredd. They just reused the shot from, like, earlier in the episode. When he <laughs> says, I thought we were turning him over to the police. It's the, is that all you're looking for? Awesome hey, shot. At first, I'm right. We just amended the shot. They really do look like Jeff Shreds. I love the epiphany Jonah has now. After all this time, like, what does that mean? After all these decades of, of the 60s. Oh, I like this guy. This is a nice guy. Wee! Yes, it is. That's really cool. Yes. This is a really bad shot, though. <laughs> that's him just sort of a cardboard cutout. That's a bad, that is a great. That is, that is a bad shot. But I like, like him, like, really resigned. He's like, okay, I just gotta save his life. 
How long is it taking to execute Flash Thompson, by the way? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> They're just menacing him. He was able to go all the way across town. Like, I, I also like the fact that, like, in, at least in the first season, he's pretty much on top of all the situations. Like, he kind of snarks his way into the climax, kind of really easily beats the bad guys. Oh. Oh, curses. If only we had fired on Flash Thompson in, like, the five minutes it took Spider-Man the web swing here. <laughs> hey, look, the first Clone Saga reference. That's, that's a nice... Spider- oh, my God, he Sorry. kicked him. <laughs> yeah, he did. Right in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> The uncut version. I could feel like you know the finale ramping up here. With the like, music, Spencer Smythe. Spencer Spencer Smythe. You know what happened to die. <laughs> that's, that's a cool shot. That's a nice, that's a nice cover. Oh, I remember this. Wang. That's a classic stock sound of Where's the, do the Mets need me or what? Showing that he's a Mets fan. <laughs> No one's a real dude. The, the start of fire that will kill us all. Seriously. <laughs> Here it comes. Say it. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do, actually. Oh, yes, <laughs> they do, because they're terrible. <laughs> we need smart yeah, That men. shot is uh, now more than ever. Oh, yeah, that's, that's just a repeating that. Here we go. Here we go. No spider splash. No cover shoot. What a douchebag. Oh, at least he took Alistair out instead of leaving him there. Yeah. Like, 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 like aired out the tires in his wheelchair or something. <laughs> Pushes him down the stairs. <laughs> that gets like that robot. <laughs> How the hell does that thing manage to grip an iron girder like that? It's a trans- There'll be plenty of time for explanations later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's the first reference to losing his... running out of web fluid. I, I, I don't remember. Did, did that ha- ever happen in the old cartoons, like the 60s show or the 80s show? Yes. I'm flash get up there. Fine. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> right in that, yeah. shot, that, in that shot, it was flying without thrusters. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. <laughs> it still is flying without thrusters. <laughs> it's hovering like a vulture. What the... This is, mother, this is a little silly. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I think I actually had this toy when I was a kid. Oh man, I never had any of the spider slayers. I really wish I did. Oh no, no I had a scorp- I had the scorpion one, but it was colored like this. You know, b- because bootleg. <laughs> he does this again in season three. <laughs> That's not how gravity works. I can't, I can't crawl walls, but I somehow got up here. The elevator. I think this is the most that Flash Thompson ever appears in a single episode. He'll like, appear again, but like he typically like, has like a one scene cameo in the rest of the series. I can't believe we haven't mentioned it yet, but this whole thing of Flash being in the costume is straight from that Doctor Doom issue. Was the, what was it? Oh, issue yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. Flash yeah. mentioned that when he first did it. Yeah, and he, yeah. And now he dies until he doesn't. My folder. Did he get out? Wait for it. Oh, not yet. I'm not character more for Flash. Though. You think he's a jerk until this moment? Right. He looks really young in the shot, though. I don't know if, like, you won't say anything, will you? Like, does, does he think Spider-Man's gonna, like, go to the because. college and say, now listen to what happened to Flash? Because it's not shot. <laughs> I like that line. 
I, I always used to repeat joke about that with my sister, because it sounds like he doesn't say Fox. It sounds like he says, well, you know. Uh-huh. Fox says that you're fired. But you don't understand. Yeah, here comes most of his lack. Despite my love for Spectacular Spider-Man, I love Jane Joe Jameson in this, in this show. He's glorious. Well, the J. Joel Jameson from Spectacular Spidey is just a, a knockoff of the movie version. True. Oh, so that's a little hard. That's Miss Hardy to you. Watch it, clown. Now the coward. What? What? This bugs me still. Didn't you see my elderly crippled aunt that needed help? Yeah, exactly. Wait. Yeah, her. <laughs> It's the next day. Why are they all still there? Oh, it's like in the same in the same clothes. It's, it's, it's the next day. Yeah. It's not like twenty four hours. Yeah. It's like a few hours. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What were? Oh God. What, what were Aunt May and Jonah doing that whole time? Let me introduce you to my dad. I'm on that bill. Here comes the, here comes the bromance. I don't need any associates. The bad romance. The first time ever I saw your face. <laughs> I saw the sun rose in your eyes. For your father's disappearance, Spider-Man! God, I was disappearing. I don't know, it looked to me like he didn't disappear. I think the smoke ate him. <laughs> he was eaten by gas. <laughs> oh, hello. As we later learn, like, you know, Retcon, Kingpin, like, went through the wreckage and saw, like, Spencer's life, like, crawling around. Spencer's life. You have to help me escape this building. I will, if you promise to turn yourself into Sleeping Beauty. I'll do anything. Wait, wait a minute. That's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And and the reason why Spencer's life never appeared again is actually because the voice actor ended up passing away. So. And I didn't stop them from, excuse me, not May. Yeah, yeah, let's say that happened a couple times. Aunt May, the actress who played Aunt May early died. They yeah. were cast. Uh, the actress who played Aunt May was the actress who played Aunt May in the, in the 80s show, I believe. Linda Gray. Yep. Yeah. She did Where she tried to steal Spider-Man. But the, uh, the, episode, <laughs> the episode itself was over, because it's to be continued, so. Well, of course. It's we're just still talking. Like, the episode <laughs> alluded to. The Return of the spider Side. it's not the Spider-Story Part 2. So. Yeah, it's it's worth pointing out, from what I understand, the production order, Return of the Spider Slayers was not supposed to be the next episode. There was a weird thing, because I, when I was doing the reviews, there was a big thing that said that, like, the Scorpion was the second episode, but that didn't show up to, like, the eighth episode. It was very odd. Yeah, there were a lot of out-of-order things, like, Alien Costumes Part 2 and 3 weren't supposed to be consecutive. Like, the first what? two parts... Yeah, the first two parts... <laughs> no, listen, the first two parts... <laughs> the first two parts were supposed to be earlier in the season, and then they would leave, like, an extended... Like, you know, you see the legs of Venom walk off at the end of the episode, and then you'd be like, well, who's that guy? But he doesn't show up immediately. He, like, lurks around for a little while, making his plan. He, he talks about in the third... Like, boy, I sure am glad to be in my fucking blue costume again. And the villains are like, oh... Your own well, I'm, I'm talking about the early planning state. Now, like, by the time they actually, you know, made the episodes, they had already changed it. But if you look at, like, production numbers and things like that, some of that actually... Can you imagine if they did that for, like, like, the, like the, every other season? Because this is the most, like, syncopated season that's not really connected to one to another. But, uh... 
If they did it yeah, really well, like, like the Neogenic Nightmare, it would not make any sense. It wasn't until season two that they actually started doing like part, you know, Neogenic Nightmare part one, part two, part three. Mm-hmm. Well, and and with um, the second Spider Slayer episode, he does say, "I fought that thing months ago," and um, and because yeah, he's Mary Jane at the end, it leaves time for like you know the Doctor Octopus story, Armed and Dangerous, and uh, and the Scorpion story, where like you know. Uh, Mace, like, oh, but I want you to date Mary Jane. Like, you could put those episodes between there. Well, that's one thing I'll, I'll give this to Specs by over this, that, like, they mentioned Mary Jane in this instance, which is good. And then, like, ideally, in the next episode, like, in the way it turned out, that she just randomly appears at the, at the very end. It's, it's, it's a, it turns out to be a better setup in the uh, Specs by show. Absolutely. Why didn't I just let Smite Slugs eat me? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> should be that one. <laughs> This is a very random question. Did they ever release an action figure of the non-Super Slayer Smythe? No. The real, the wheelchair version. Well, a quick Google search will find me right. Uh, no, they only they released the wheelchair and the Ultimate Slayer, but never the. The wheelchair itself. Wait, 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 wait. The wheelchair had its own action figure? Yeah, like, no, no, I think. Oh, because he, was... he still used the wheelchair. He was Ultimate Slayer. He used it to like fly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, uh, that was in the comics too. Like he, he would like. It was a hover chair, like Xavier. Yeah, the, the um, um, I thought that they did. They was, you know what? I I think that was one of those things that they were going to sell as an accessory. Like you can, and here buy the chair with to go with your with your Smite figure. And well, wait, 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 wait! But wouldn't the Smite figure without the chair be completely useless? Or, or like, would you, would you have to do like kid retcons where he's walking around on his own somehow? Pretty much, I guess. Okay, Smite. <laughs> You can do the origin story, you know, where, um, <laughs> you know, the accident at the lab, that was all, you know, Spencer's fault. Yeah, BJ Novak should have been crippled in the ASM, too. Action figure? <laughs> I have a better idea. ASM 2 should never have happened. How about that? Oh, you bastard. You're a ruthless hateful <laughs> son of a <laughs> <laughs> Okay, to be fair, I haven't seen it. That's the worst! Uh, uh. Guess what? I found it. I found it. The uh, link me son. Link, link, link me son. Here we go. Boom. This is still an episode, so this has to go on the website then. Yes, we will. Um, we can make this. It'll be the episode art, of course. Yeah. We'll if, if you guys have thoughts on this episode, the Spider Slayer, please email in at. Oh, okay. It's the free. It's the hovering Professor X chair. I thought you meant the actual wheelchair. Wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not the wheelchair one. Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't see this one before. God bless. This makes movie. a little more sense. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had that Craven toy, though. Oh, did it, did, did it send you to the page itself? Yeah, I think it's all had that Craven toy. Uh, Craven is one of the only ones I didn't have. I had a lot of I had a handful of them. We had a couple of Spider-Mans. We had, a, we had the Scorpion, like, like robot. You, you scrolled down a page. The URL is, like, longer than a novella. <laughs> Sorry. That's because Zach doesn't know how to click view image. <laughs> oh, you can go bite me, both. Uh, I was, I, it was a quick Google search, and I was, yeah. We have any uh, final thoughts on this episode before we close out? Uh, I, um, 
I'm halfway with Josh on this one in that I think this is actually a better introduction to the show in terms of having more of the characters and setting up more of the tone of the show. Because the first episode is a mutant in that, like, the rest of the show isn't really like that. But at the same time, it is the best one that they had. It's similar, since you're watching it currently, Don, I'll make a Star Trek The Original Series sort of thing, where, uh... Not counting the cage, what is it, where No Man Has Gone Before, you know, the Gary Mitchell one, that was yeah. the actual pilot, but right. they didn't air it first because they realized what a lousy pilot it was, and that the episode that better set up the characters and stuff was uh, whichever one they ended up using, I, I, I can't remember for some reason, but I, mean, I think the uh, uh, The Man Trap? Something like that. A similar situation could have very well happened here where even though this episode was probably maybe produced as the first, I don't know. Well, I, I, there were a lot of interviews with the production staff, including John Semper, at marvel.toonzone.net, because did, did, 10 years ago, during the 10th anniversary, he did a bunch of interviews where he might go into this, I don't remember, or maybe he didn't. But uh, check, check those, I, would, I would implore people to check those out there. They're pretty good. And um, see if there might be an explanation, I'm not sure. Uh, overall, I think I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm quite happy with how the first episode turned out, so I'm not... I, I think it's probably like the second episode introduces other characters, because we still got an introduction to Jameson and Brock and stuff, so... Yeah. I, I wasn't screaming for, you know, why wasn't Felicia in episode one, but uh, it works okay as a, as a, as a, ne- as a second you know, first episode. So if you want the uh, Smythe Hover chair, it's available on eBay for thirty four ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I need a Smythe to go in it. So find a spice toy and you know, break his legs off and put it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to do like I did as a kid when I didn't have a Professor X figure. So I just took my Captain Picard figure and made him a, a Lego hoverchair. Yes, yes. And then you then you didn't realize how prophetic you were back then. Well, I was, that, come on, that was like the easiest casting decision in superhero movie history. Like, yeah. What is better casting, Patrick Stewart as Professor X or J.K. Simmons as Jim Jameson? Oh boy. I, I, both are great. J.K. Simmons' J. Joel Jameson is so far out of left field if you've seen his other work, especially before, like pre Spider Man. Like, it, it, it was an inspired casting choice, I'll put it that way. Yeah, and the Spider Man animated series Smythe figure is available for Buy It Now for $6. Out of <gasps> Oh my gosh, I got a 40 bucks. I got a Smite and a Hoverture. Or you could have it. You could have it in package for four ninety nine. Wait, why is that cheaper? I don't know. You think it was going to be the reverse? Right. I don't know how the internet works anymore. Hey, there's that, there's that Spider-Girl figure you love. The new Spider-Girl figure there. there uh... Let's end this before I kill someone. Yeah, back to you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the thought about that episode. Um, like, go ahead whole, like, dynamic of it. Chris <laughs> Slayer, you know, destroyed, and, like, I don't know, really does he have on company, but he has, like, you know, a new, um, like, uh, and, uh, Alistair Smythe, so, like, he's actually better off, you know, now, like, because he has something, like, you know, has the drive, and, you know, the revenge factor, the want to work for him. Yeah, and Osborne's company, so, like, he, he did make out, like, a boss in this. Absolutely. Well, that's why he's the kingpin. Of course. I I, I actually think, like seeing this episode now. I think that he had, like it goes without saying that, but he really did have the best scenes because it was a great build up. It was a great use of the character. It, 
the voice acting is, is immaculate. And, like, uh, the way the, it, it legitimately foreshadows a heavy uh, cloud. Or, when I say cloud, not in a bad way, but, like, you know, cloud over the show. It, it was really w- well done. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is getting ahead of ourselves, but I like how, like, Spider-Man never encountered him. Um, you know, it's a civilian identity of, you know, Man About Town, Wilson Fisk, um, until season three. Right. I remember in the Hobgoblin episode, when the Hobgoblin attacks Fisk in public, Spider-Man goes to save Fisk thinking he's just some upstanding citizen. And he, he, like, he complains about it once he realizes that he's the king. He's like, I can't believe I saved him. Back in season one. Um, I'll just say this. I, I enjoyed the episode. I liked the Spider-Slayer. Um, I thought he was a lot of fun. In fact, speaking of Spider-Slayer action figures, let's, let's see if it's available on eBay. Um, oh, my God. Um... I you know I liked I liked how everybody was pretty much introduced. Um, here, um, Josh, I, Josh, you, I mean honestly, it was a lot of fun. Um, really, really good, good episode. Uh, next time, maybe 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 we should not release what we're going to do next time. But like we have slated the alien costume three parter as an extended uh, commentary. We're going to do all the episodes of that. So we'll see you guys next time. Remember, you can uh, always write in at clonesoccerchronicles at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 818-925-6631. That's the spidey-dude.com voicemail inbox. You've got, uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. And so, um, you've got, oh, be sure to follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, I neglected to mention that last time. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we got, you got multiple ways of reaching us and contacting us, and we appreciate all of the feedback we get. So with that, we'll see you next time here on another episode on Spidey-Dude.com Network. Welcome back to Spidey-Dude.com. We're doing commentaries for the night show. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, three, two, one. Welcome back to the... Commentaries episode for I'm sorry. Well, thank you for downloading uh, another uh, product from SpideyDashDude.com. Where again, we are doing commentaries for the '90s show. I am Zach, and here are my henchmen. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Good lord. Oh, uh, break. That, is that loud? Sorry. Yeah, like, like Gerard Delatour is sensitive to sounds. You think I'm kidding? He's sorry, sorry. Right, right up. I, I, I didn't want to interrupt if you were recording, but I'm here. After losing his uncle to a man with a laser. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>